The College Basketball Experience MEAC Basketball Conference Preview Edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added pickup scorchers where you can win 100 times what you put in. That's right. Turn five into five hundo in just one game. Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away $100,000. Use the promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting research platform for parlays, props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets or visit hofbets.com. Promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Plus, the NBA is back. Load management's back. And so is the NBA Gambling Podcast. So get over there and celebrate by getting a NBA Gambling Podcast hoodie, head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA dog for all details today. Yes, 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 woo-wee. Welcome to the College Basketball Experience, MEAC style. Uh, if you're wondering who you're listening to, I am Moneyline Mac, a.k.a. the former, former video coordinator for Bob Huggins and Frank Martin. And, you know, we got a good one here tonight. Go check out the Mac. We just did the Mac over there, picked on D, myself, and this guy right here. He's joining. He's, he's in on the doubleheader. He, uh, you know, he's driving a LeBaron there in the upskates of New York outside of Eastern Michigan's campus. He is Noah Beanick, AK-77. What's up, man? I know you're uh, sweating out a little bit of uh, World Series potential right there. Yeah, Mac. Uh, how are we doing today? Yeah, uh, we're currently recording this Tuesday night. We got the ninth inning, bottom of the ninth, D-backs, Phils. D-backs currently up 4-2. And if that... Uh, final uh if that score stays the same if you listen to the mlb gambling podcast and you took one of the sleeper long shots that either i or malcolm gave out to win the world series this year uh you have hedged on both sides we have a i think we have a 60 to 1 in the running in the d-backs and a 75 to 1 world like world series tickets uh that were placed in the preseason uh, from the show, the MLB Gambling Podcast. So, in, uh, so, so, yeah, oh, no doubt. So, in other words, you and Malcolm are in with the books. You did not have the Chalky favorites. You did not have the Phillies. You did not have the Astros. You guys are sitting there with the books, with the tickets right there. Yeah, get over there. Subscribe to the MLB Gambling Podcast. Now, that that that's 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 a good win for uh, the show right there if we can get these last two outs. Yes, 100%. Uh, very live. Very, very live. <laughs> Speaking of very live, the MEAC is very, very alive. Uh, all right, Noah, let, let me ask your outlook on this season because the MEAC's always an unknown. And I think with the transfer portal, um, not not so much the NIL. The, the NIL in the MEAC is not as active as it is at the Power Five. But with the portal – Junior college, I mean, I feel like it's always active with these eight programs. 
What is your outlook on this Mia coming into the year? These, by the way, I will say these teams get screwed um, because they literally play 10 straight road games every single year to start their year. So basically, at best case scenario, you're starting your year going into conference play like 2 and 12. They make a lot of money for their athletic. They do make a lot of money, which they need. Yeah. But I mean, a lot of these, a lot of these teams that, uh, this season they're bare bones compared to years past uh mm-hmm. they lose quite a bit um all over the board like even howard who won the league last year um you know they're going from the hunters to the hunted and they don't have close to what they had last year so it's going to be interesting on that side of the uh, of the ball and uh juco ranks definitely the recruiting side of it if we had like a tce mole guy i mean this would be a much easier conference to handicap, that's for sure. <laughs> Indeed it is. All right, so let's get right into it. Let's quit wasting the time and let's talk. First up in the MEAC, we got the Delaware State Hornets. No. And isn't it is it Oh uh, yeah, my bad. It's Coppin State. Coppin I, State. I skipped one. Well, they both. I mean, <laughs> uh, you know, out goes Juan Dixon, in comes Larry Stewart. If it is nine and twenty-three overall, four and ten. Um, in MEAC play, they played the physical education complex. So make sure you bring your, uh, bring, bring your volleyball or bring your kickball. So you, there you go. get in there at gym class. Uh, Sam Sessoms averaged 20 and a half points a game. I remember him. Um, well, I, there was every now and then I tried to back this team. It usually didn't go so well. Um, Nenden Tark out, Mike Hood out, Justin Steers out, Cameron Blue out. Um, all right, then basically they got a whole new roster because in comes Zaheer <laughs> Harrison, transfer from St. Francis, Pennsylvania. Daquan Copeland, a transfer from Morgan State. Oh, here we go with the in inside conference transfers. Darian Prescott, cousin of Dak Prescott, just kidding. Uh, transfer from FIU <laughs> there. Toto Benelli, another one. This ain't Kansas Morgan. anymore. Yeah, another <laughs> one from Morgan State. Uh, Ryan Archie, uh, freshman, Don, Don Ferguson, freshman, Kali Horton, freshman, Priest, Ryan, freshman, Arir Jones, freshman, and Noah celebrating because the Diamondbacks are headed to the World Series to meet the Texas Rangers. Shout out to you and Malcolm. All right, uh, Noah, uh, is, is the cop at State Eagles going to go on a magical MEAC run like the Arizona Diamondbacks are? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> Larry Stewart uh, returns to his alma mater, and I, th- I think it's a feel-good story uh, here in the MEAC because he's a first-time head coach, and this roster has full rebuild written all over it. Uh, the Eagles, they lose their star Sam Sessoms, and the roster includes seven freshmen. It's going to be an uphill climb this year for the, uh, the Eagles. It is going to be a... Uh, uh uphill battle for these Eagles. And you mentioned, I mean, I, I forgot their nickname for a second. Larry Stewart, you mentioned it. He did play at uh cop and state from 1988 to 1991. I mean, no, I, what's, what's a, what's, what's an optimistic expectation for this group? Cause I know we're, we're both going to say this is probably going to be the last place team in the league. Maybe they could get up to five or six. Win more games than you did last year. They only won four games in conference, nine total. If you can get the double-digit wins or win five games, not have double-digit conference conference losses, 
that's probably a good season. Yes, and if you want to look at the analytics, the the advanced <laughs> analytics, don't do it. It'll hurt your eyes because they weren't very good. Nine and twenty three, <laughs> like you said, four and ten. Who did they upset? They upset JMU double overtime right before Christmas. I remember that oh, game. Patty C. Yes. Um. Honestly, we need to, we need to make a mental note though on the show, Noah. The week before Christmas and the week after Thanksgiving. Okay. Was was prime big upset week because right. that's when we started those big dog parlays, the, the round yes, robins. Yes. <laughs> and, and the main reason is, and just going through it, there's distractions during that where you got Thanksgiving, the holiday, kids are traveling in and out. The teams that are on the road, it favors them because they're together, less expectations um, compared to the teams at home that are just worried about what they're going to do for Thanksgiving, seeing their family. And, and then Christmas time. You're right, too. And the students are away from uh, their the back home, too. Yes, there's that there's was no student life. section, or at least yes. it's lesser than Correct. usual. Yeah, it, it, and, and on the Christmas side of things, it, these kids are worried about catching their flights so that they can go see their family for three to four days. And most importantly, there's no home atmospheres. Even, even like the crazy atmospheres like Kansas and Duke, if you look in the crowds those nights, they still, yeah. it, it's definitely a wine and cheese version of Kansas to Duke. So we're going to make a mental note Christmas, week before Christmas, we're going to take these big ass dogs because nothing's going to make sense that week. And then the week after Thanksgiving, uh, obviously feast week is a different animal because those are all neutral site showcase games. But coming off that, a lot of distractions, we're going to, we're going to fade some of these big favorites. So I got that in my mental notes. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. And I, I know you say wine and cheese crowd. I hate to admit it, but I went to – it was Michigan against Virginia last year, and it was during uh, Thanksgiving weekend. And Michigan covered. The bu- building was a little empty. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What was that, the, the first Monday after Thanksgiving? I think so. Yeah, it, it, it's not the same atmosphere, so we got that written down. Uh, all right, next up is who I was talking about, the Delaware State Hornets, and, well, they sucked ass, too. Um, <laughs> they were 6-24, and 4-10 in MEAC play. Stan Waterman. Stan Waterman over at the Memorial Hall in his third season. Uh, they actually retained most of their roster. So, Akoye Parker is out. Ron Lucas is out. They bring in four freshmen, but for the most part, I mean they they fit they finish the year strong. I kind of think this team may actually take a little bit of a step here. Noah, is this crazy to think this? Maybe. I mean, they've got eight total wins in the last two full seasons. Yeah, can't go uh, nothing but up. <laughs> <laughs> the only player for the Hornets that exits the fold uh, is Okoy Parker. Uh, He was their third leading scorer from last year. Four of the projected starting five played at least 20 minutes from a season ago with their two leading scorers uh, being Martez Robinson, their point guard, and Brand Stone, their big man. Um, The point guard Robinson actually averaged five and a half rebounds last year, 12 points points per game in 30 minutes. Uh, It was actually more boards per game than Stone their big man who averaged 5.1 with 11 points in 23 minutes per game outside of those two i think the offense lacks some shooting like around the the i think those are the two most important positions that you would want experience that you would want talent that you want skill at 
Um, and I think they'll do be, they'll be fine. I, I think they need somebody to step up in the middle here. Um, they were ranked seventh out of eight in shooting percentage last season in the MIAC, but defensively they're grindy. They grabbed the most rebounds in the conference last year in 2023 Delaware state finished tied for last. They finished last, uh, in 2022 as well. So this year I, I do think the Hornets, they take a step forward, but I don't know how forward they go. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, the good news is the rest of the league isn't very good, and the rest of the league, kind of like you said, Noah, like is barren bones. I mean, these <laughs> the lower you go in these mid-major conferences, the more they just get depleted. So basically, if you're worth anything, you're going to be jumping just because the NIL collective is so limited at these schools. Um, and then obviously, we just did the MAC. The MAC gets depleted by the high major, so the MAC depletes like the MEACs and the SWACs and – in, in in the in the in the in the NEC, I was drawing. I almost said the NEAC because we're saying MEAC, SWAC, and all these names. So, um, <laughs> the but MEAC, yeah, no. the MAC and the MAC that we've done uh, in the last <laughs> There's a lot of MAC, MEAC. I don't know. You haven't, you haven't mentioned it yet, but I know you love this court with the honeycomb pattern. The chat's oh, absolutely right disgusting. Now. They're probably finished last just by default. Absolutely <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> he went from they're taking a stupid step ass. Court. No, course. they're finishing the last. Yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe they'll finish to get ahead of Coppin. That's no generous. wonder why they shot so bad last year. They're distracted by their court. <laughs> no doubt. All right, uh, I got I got to get us paid before we move on in this great MIAC conference because we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Um, a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. Underdog has introduced Scorchers by simply going five for five and pick them Scorchers and enjoy a nice spicy 100 times payout. And for a limited time, Underdog is extending the first deposit bonus up to $500. $100,000 Sundays continue on Underdog Fantasy. 10 lucky players can win $10,000 each. Uh, so watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little bit of cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you use that promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by the NBA Underdog Fantasy or NBA Underdog Contest. Can't talk. Because uh, this filthy league is back. NBA is back. Celebrate. We're giving away an NBA Gambling Podcast hoodie. And I'm serious. Those guys over at the NBA Gambling Podcast do a great job. They got to handicap and break down all these soft asses that sit out every other night for load management or whatever the hell that made-up term is. So get over there and support that show. They're doing the best they can to uh, give you an edge. Uh, you don't know who's going to sit out. You don't know whose fingernail is going to be uh, bent the wrong way that morning and boom, you're out for two, two to three weeks. Uh, head over to sports podcast.com slash NBA dog, submit a screenshot on un- NBA underdog promo code SGPN and no, and, and one random winner will get a NBA gambling podcast hoodie. Just go over to sports podcast.com slash NBA dog. All righty. We're back on the NBA or not on the NBA. Gambling <laughs> podcast. I just, I just read that ad three straight times. Never on the NBA Gambling Podcast. They do a good job though over there. I like those guys. Um, all right, let's move along. Next up on the slate. No, do we have the Howard Bison? Yes, that's correct. I, that's who I'm seeing. I'm seeing the Howard Bison. I mean, 
Kenny Blakeney in his fifth year. Fourth year was the magical year. Got to the dance. Had the vice president in attendance at Burr Arena. I mean, they had the magic going there last year. Elijah Hawkins, Steve Settle, Jordan Wood, Kobe Dixon all out. That's about, what, 35, 36 points per, of production. Incoming in, Don Campbell, transfer from Notre Dame. What the hell's going on? Seth Towns from Ohio State. What the? I mean, when when did Howard become a juggernaut all of a sudden? Blake Isaiah, he does well. He does well in the recruiting. He does do well. Uh, Isaiah Warfield from Liberty. Jordan Harrison from UT Tyler. Um, UT Tyler. That's that's an underrated school right there. Um, I mean, like you said, Blakeney kind of got this place on the map. Finally got to the dance. I kind of think they might be able to get back there. I mean. Talent-wise, they got the best team in the league. One hundred percent. They they only returned forty-one and a half percent of their minutes from last season. They do have the third youngest team in the MIAC, according to Torvik. But the first thing that so real Mac, quick, what yeah. year is Seth Townsend? Uh, I I I, I I I just completely went over my head. I was thinking about that as I was looking at the roster. Go wait a minute, Seth Towns from. Uh, Ohio State, the one that started at Harvard. <laughs> I mean, how old oh, is he? Twenty five. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. I was, I was like, is this the same Seth Town? Yes, it he, is. So he took a break during COVID. So he only played. So he played 2016, 2017. Uh, might, be, might be a fake. 2019, team. 2020. He was. He didn't play. And then he came back for 2020, 21. But then he didn't play last year. Either he didn't play 2022 or 23. He's he's like skipped a couple of years here. He his freshman year at Harvard was the same year I went to the final four at South Cara fucking Lina. <laughs> in, in that time, I've gone to Austin P for two years. I went to West Virginia for three years. I was out of the business for another year, and here the fuck I am this year. That's seven goddamn years. How is he eligible? Well, he's only played two, three seasons. Oh, what is this BYU? BYU? BYU Bison over here? I mean, what's going e- either, on? Either either that, or they actually like didn't allow, didn't waive his transfer, like they're doing with a lot of kids this year. Is there any way he finishes the year? Oh, uh, you're saying healthy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he, he hasn't played in three years. I don't know. That's not for me to uh, answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry. I, Rob I, I, Donaldson I, goes he went on a mission trip elevator. Yeah. I mean, God damn. He's, that's where he should have went. He would have fit right in at BYU. Uh, sorry. I cut you off there because I was just like, wait a minute. I, I, I remember Seth Towns from Harvard. And that was like <laughs> seven fucking years ago. Uh, go ahead, Noah. Yeah. Uh, so they're the third youngest team in the MIAC, according to Torvik. They only returned forty-one and a half percent of their minutes from last year. Um, the the first thing on this uh, roster that catches my eye is the young two sophomore front court, um, and an experience that at that too. So the the back court, I mean, you have a, a graduate senior in Jelani Williams, and then uh, Marcus Dockery and Bryce Harris are both juniors. Neither one of those are uh, real have real big or good track histories either. It's a really inexperienced Howard squad. 
Um, and Shy Odom, he was a freshman last year. He's going to play the four. He averaged 11 minutes last year. It's They're a young team, and you would have to be banking on talent to predict them to win the conference, which personally, like, I know that a lot of the top tier programs in America, you can bank on a couple of the freshman recruits to come in, step in right away and uh, contribute and make it a contender in a conference. Uh, Howard is levels above other teams in this conference, which maybe I have to use that philosophy a little bit, but on paper, this is not a roster that I love. And Garrett Winkler, <laughs> I knew I was probably going to get some kind of remark for it. The hat that I'm wearing actually is not a Purdue hat. It was my uh, baseball hat when I played college baseball for Point Park behind me. I got the flag right oh, there yeah, Point behind Park my head. So yeah, so yeah I, I'm blocking it, I know. But uh, yeah, Rob Donaldson goes, the young roster featuring a 30-year-old AR. Oh, amen. I mean, this is ridiculous. I can't. I don't he's know how the, he's out. Like, he's projected to be on the bench. So, uh, real quick, I knew that there was, uh, they were doing something with the HBCU schools. Um, they play, they play Cincinnati at home this year. Nice. Cincinnati comes to them. So, um, I, I know there's been an effort to play the high major games to, uh, give these HBCU teams some spotlights. Uh, I know what's his name, Mike Bray at Notre Dame did it a couple years ago. So yeah, yeah, it re- really interesting. So for for Howard, this is actually not normal. They're only favored in three non-conference games the entire the entire slate. So take I take that back five because they played two non D ones. So could be a rough yeah. start. For the oh yeah, it'll be a rough start for everybody in this league. It always is, but well, hey, yeah, but it's Howard's all about growing. The They're one of the better teams. They're one of the better ones. Yeah, so they'll go three and ten compared to one <laughs> eleven. I, I mean, they, they, they these schools just get beat up. I mean, it's a miracle if they ever win. So, so last year they beat Buffalo, Austin P, FIU, Harvard, Mount St. Mary's. Yeah, they were loaded last year. I mean, yeah. They they won six or seven non conference games. Uh, they, they, this year they got they got Seth Towns and Magic Johnson on the team. They, seeing if he's got some eligibility left. <laughs> <laughs> they, I think they kept it close with George Washington. Is that President's Day, November eleventh last yeah. year? That one I remember watching that one. That was a close game. I think I had Howard there, and they only lost. Yes. By VCU. they only lost by ten to VCU too. Like they're they're a good program to only be favored in. Three well, D yeah. non conference games. That's that's a shock. Well, and but and Blakeney took over. They were like four and twenty nine his first year, and then <laughs> they didn't even play the COVID year, which is freaking ridiculous. Um, all right, let's go along though. Let, let's keep this show moving. Maryland Eastern Shores next up on the dock. Um, they had a good year last year. Did you do that on purpose? Was was what? that a was that a uh, what what in the world do you call it? Uh, God damn it. Eastern Shore and Doc, did you do that on purpose? No, I didn't. Am not. I giving you too no, much credit? You're giving me too much credit. <laughs> I, didn't pun, even, I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't even know what the fuck I said. Maryland Eastern Shore had a Princess <laughs> and Maryland. I've been there before. Um, I mean, eighteen and thirteen, nine and five, tied for third in the MEAC last year. They lose a shitload though. Uh, they do. Like everybody, Kevin Loyal or Boyles, uh, thirteen points a game. Zion Styles is out. Deshaun Phillip out. Nathaniel Pollard out. Ahmad Fafana. Fafana, great Fofana. last name out. 
Don Chevel Nugent is out. So by my calculation, that's about 50 to 60 points a game. <laughs> uh, incoming in, we got, don't, don't worry. We got Demonte Claxton transfer from Bozier Paris. How about that? Uh, Elijah Wilson from Toledo. Kalachi Akorji from Austin P. The governors. That was, a good, that was a good try. Good attempt at that. <laughs> Akawarju, Akawarju. <laughs> He's a governor. I like him. Devin Ellis uh, from the State Fair. I have a dad. He's down there at the Red River Shootout. A couple there you go. Ago. Tyler Mack from Henry Ford. Malang Effian from Cloud Community College. Israel Yah from Brooklyn College. Antoine Wilson is a freshman coming in. Um, Interesting team. I mean, this was an historic year. I mean, this, this <laughs> team, this was as good as year as this program has ever had. Uh, Tied for third of the conference. Historic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they've been fucking ass forever. Crafton uh, did a great job last year. I mean, won five, year, five games just a couple years ago. He's built it up kind of like Blakeney over at Howard. But you got to kind of think they'll take a little bit of a step back with the oh. talent departure. For sure. I mean, how do you even judge this team? They lost all five of their starters and only one player averaged more than 11 minutes last year. (laughs) (laughs) Only one one of these players on their projected starting five averaged more than 11 minutes last year. Actually, it it, it might not even – it might not – it's their entire roster. Only one player (laughs) averaged more than 11 minutes last year. So – and that's Chase Davis. He averaged seven and a half points. Uh, He was a good shooter too, Uh, 37.5% from behind the arc. 43% 43% total. Um, this one, this one's a, a, a stumper because I want to get behind Crafton because he's already proven us wrong once. I mean, we probably yeah. had him in the basement last year and they were actually a team that were, they, they were covering quite a bit of games last year. Um, so that they were one of my darlings. I remember that for sure. Uh, but they lose a lot of production, man. I, I don't you know, know how, <laughs> You know, Crafton had a losing record at Nyack College. He was 47 <laughs> and 108 from 2012 to 2018. How did he get this job off that? Um, that's a Division II school. He knew somebody. <laughs> yeah, it, that's in the CACC conference. Oh, good Lord. I mean, hey, but I mean, 5 and 27, then they canceled that year. Stupid as hell. I'll keep saying that forever and ever. Uh, 11 and 16 last year, or two years ago, and then 18 and 13. They're building. They're built over there in Eastern uh, Shore, Maryland, but they're going to take a step back this year. They're, they're rebuilding. <laughs> I mean, it couldn't get any worse from where they came. DBDBJ says he's got blackmail. He must. I, I, I honestly, but holy hey, shit, I'll just gotta get a man D one job. Yeah, no, I mean that's that's what I'm saying. I, I all the guys that I know in the business that have paid their dues. I'm like this guy. Hey, was a thirty percent winning percentage at Nyack College. I mean, how the hell did he get this job? But <laughs> hey, sounds like you you're know throwing what? up when you say that. <laughs> well, uh, I but you know what? He shut he shut me up last year because hey. uh who'd he be? He beat Temple. He beat Temple on the road. And you know, you knew, I knew they were going to start winning when they beat Bryn Athen to start the year. That's when I knew they were getting right. <laughs> they got right against Bryn Athen 90 to 40. Oh my God. I can't, I can't wait for on November 5th when we're previewing fucking uh, Maryland Northeastern shore against Clark summit 
Clark Summit's coming in there, a live dog that night. <laughs> All right, so we're we're gonna we're gonna walk through this conference, I think, together, team by team. Coppin State's last. <laughs> Delaware State's taking a step up. Maryland Eastern Shore is taking a step back. Yeah. I would put Maryland Eastern Shore behind Delaware State, right? Probably. What about Clark Summit? Where do we put them? And we have Howard on top of those four yeah. currently, correct? All right, let's let's Probably. do it like that for this show. I mean, like, holy moly. Oh, what after are you talking every, about? I spent hours and hours breaking down this great MEAC conference. <laughs> after every after every team, we just need to we need to redo the rerun the rankings. You know, you gotta type it into your model. You gotta you gotta get that going. <laughs> I will you know what? I will uh, well let's move over to another team that I actually think runs a decent program. I'm I'm just saying, like, let's after this one, we'll do the top five rankings and <laughs> then the top six. That yeah, way they can being... say, hey, they're in the top five. This is a college experience. This is a college experience. There's no freaking order in this league. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you something. Morgan State runs a good program. Um, Kevin Brodus in his fifth year there. He's a former Maryland assistant. Um, God, he loses a lot though. Um, they were disappointing last year, but they were a live dog in multiple games. I remember that Malik Miller out uh, 18 points a game. Isaiah Burke. 19 points a game, so he loses 36 points right there. <laughs> Khalil Turner's out. Lewis Jajokum is out. Um, incoming for this team. Oh, God. Colby would love this guy. Winston Tabs from East Carolina. <laughs> That's pathetic for you, sir, that you went hey, to he's Morgan got, City. I'll, I'll say it for him. He's got championship in his DNA, even though. Oh, was. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Miles Thompson from St. Francis. Uh, Allen. Yuda Modu transferred from Florida Southwest State. Yeah, ma'am. You know, they're turning my lights off on during this goddamn show. It just went out. What the hell's going on? Uh, <laughs> Career Oliver from Indian Hills. Christian Oliver from East Los Angeles. What the hell? Uh, Daniel Akadobi from Santa Monica College. Uh, I don't know why I said that. That one's not special. Just say Santa Monica. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded good. Xavier Valley from Cali College. Uh, well, good luck trying to figure out this. I just got done typing up. Kevin Brodus there. Uh, they used, they were live dog. They almost beat Kelly LePepe. They should have won that game. I had him on the money line with Colby. Um, they always get talent. I mean, we just mentioned it. They they lose guys at multiple guys that average 20 points a game. I don't know. Um, <laughs> top three team in the MEAC. Top three team in the MEAC. Bold prediction. Is that lose, bold? Uh, no, uh, uh, it, it might be bold. They lose. They lose four of their top five scores from a season ago. Um, <laughs> what, what's going on? Uh, Morgan State. Checking I my mean, lights. They're, <laughs> they're one of the youngest teams in the MEAC. The third youngest. Um, and for me. Personally, you you've gotten an experience starting five. A uh, couple of them are juniors, a couple of them are seniors. Uh, the bench, <laughs> not many of them played D one. <laughs> so I, I welcome I don't know to the Miac, my friend. Yeah, I don't I don't know how to how to handicap a lot of this. So, um, dude, Morgan State is one of the better programs in the Miac. I'll go with that. I'll bet on culture. I'll take a I'll take a page out of your book. I'm willing to put 
a little bit more confidence in the Bears and Brodus. Yeah. Finishing in the middle of the pack. Um, going through the teams that we've covered now. The problem I think with Brodus. Yeah. I think they're better than Coppin State and Maryland Eastern Shore. Would you say they're better than uh, yeah, Delaware I agree. State? I, I, and Brodus has been there, done that. I mean, he was – he 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 took Binghamton the golf course in the NCAA tournament in 2009. I mean, so he's right. been he's had good teams, and I I feel like they were a live dog in that first round. I forget who they played. Maybe it was like Villanova when Jay Wright was struggling to get out of the first round for all those years. But I mean, you look at what he's done at Morgan State. They've literally been 500 basically every year outside of the COVID year. Um, why did they play and nobody else played in the league? Maybe they were independent like Chicago State. Um, but I mean, they they finish kind of fourth, middle of the pack every year. I, man, yeah, I I think they get over the hump a little bit this year, finish in the top three, maybe even two. So you're saying Morgan State played in 2021? Yeah, they were that good was that the year. So they played <laughs> that year. Uh, they played Delaware uh, State. Four times. <laughs> they oh, they, they had no wonder they're patting their way. Well, hey, did they play? Did they play West Virginia Tech that year? Yeah, they did. They oh, lost. yeah, yeah. I know my buddy. My buddy was the head coach there. He, he, he got him on the money line. Uh, James Long. He, he was a walk on at West Virginia. Yeah, no, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. So they they, played, they, they went they went up there to Baltimore and got the got the big dub. They played Delaware State four times. They went. Uh, three and one. They played Coppin State four times. They went three and one. They played yeah. Norfolk State three times or four times. They went one and three. They beat James Madison. They beat Delaware. They beat Iona. What the hell's going on in this world? And then there was a MEAC tournament where Florida AM popped in there all of a sudden that they hadn't <laughs> played all season long. Oh, you got to love the MEAC, the Wild Wild West, baby. Um, so I, I think this team's third. I would put uh, Howard, Delaware State, Morgan State, Maryland Eastern Shore, Coppin State. You're is that how you than I am. Yeah, something like that. I, I, I <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I, I'm not revealing my hand until the end, but uh, I'll tell you where you should reveal your hand. That's over at Hall of Fame Bets. Nice transition. Uh, yeah, I know. I, you know, I'm a pro at this. You know, win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, a sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player prop, game lines by researching every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical data. Enter any parlay into the Hall of Fame bets revolutionary parlay. Optimize your tools so they can break down each and every leg so you know which legs are uh, going to come through for you and which ones don't. So. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft a more intelligent, data-driven parlay. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app, hofbets.com, promo code SGPN, to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All righty, back on the uh, college basketball experience. almost said the Big 12 that time. Mix it and match in. Uh, <laughs> All right, let's go along to our next team in this beautiful league we call the MEAC. Um, next up, we got – who do we got next? North, North Carolina State. Central. 
or oh no come, it is it they, is nc central yeah way. i was gonna say which one comes first in the alphabet um <laughs> i mean this, this one this one's no it, it would technically be norfolk state n-o-r-f instead well, of it depends N-O-R-T. if you say nc central which i did yeah. type nc central Let's go with Central because I know Central a little bit better. Lavelle Moten, everybody knows Lavelle Moten, 15 season, good coach. A darling last year. Always, always in the hunt. Uh, McClendon, uh, Jim over there in Durham, North Carolina. Shout out to NC Nick. Oh, they lose a bunch. (laughs) Uh, Justin Wright's out. Eric Boone's out. Brendan Medley Bacon's out. Making the bacon, 12 points a game. Chris Monroe's out. Um, Marquis Maltzy's out. Dan Oladapo's out. Devin Butts is out. I mean, that's a lot. <laughs> but they, I mean, they got they 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 got some bodies coming in. I mean, they got Guy Fontoroy from Austin P. He's a governor. I mean, how many governors transferred to the MIAC? That's like the third one already. Emmanuel Isambor from High Point. Shout out to Tubby Smith. Brock Williams from High Point as well. Wait, what's going on right now? Is is there a member on High Point staff uh, that came over as an assistant coach to the Lavelle Moden? Perry I don't Smith. Know. High from, Point, they were they were bad last year. They were I bad. I don't know Perry, if you want what High Point had last year. <laughs> Perry Smith from Vermont. There's Keyshawn, a there's a good program get. <laughs> yeah, that's culture. Automatic first place. Keyshawn Porter, he's from Cape Fear. Cape fear that's and still the fear in the yeah miak popo popo joy or whatever king from harkham uh alubi i'm not even jinjimbe alubi from utah eastern uh kyle dixon from grayson college xavier ball um xavier ball is from john a logan that's a good junior college actually in the state it of is. illinois yeah. i know i know that program well uh kobe hardaway from the state of college of florida Holy Juco route for NC Central, the Eagles. Um, the all-name team is going to have Poe Boy yeah. King on it at the uh, end of the previous season. You got to back this team. I mean, Lavelle mode, culture play. I'm not overthinking it. I can't tell you about John A. Logan and, and those guys coming in, but I can tell you Lavelle mode is going to get the most out of them. That's what Two, he's done there. It's yeah. his 15th year. I mean – in his 15 years there, he's 129 and 50 in the MIAC. How can you not back him? Two seniors, two juniors in this projected starting five. They actually have a couple of pieces on the bench, which we haven't seen that yet in this conference. Um, Fred, Cle- Fred Cleveland shot 36.5% from three last year. He's a senior. Uh, and – the, the big man grabbed five and a half rebounds in 19 minutes last last year as well. And Emmanuel is Zunabor uh, out of high point. So Zunabor Zunabor um, as I'm, as I'm walking through this, just for my own health, I would put NC central over everybody, but Howard. So I have it Howard NC central Delaware state, Morgan state, Coppin state. All right. I got you. It makes sense. I don't think that's that, that <laughs> I don't think it's that bold. But do you have them over the Norfolk State Spartans? Uh Spartans were great last year. 22 and 11, uh 9 and 5 in the MEAC. I will this will be part of uh my my Commonwealth uh tour this year. I'm going to go check out the Spartans get eyes on those guys. Them in Hampton always play a good game. 
Robert Jones in his 11th season. Uh, he took, he was not there when they knocked off Missouri. Um, God, why am I drawing a blank on his name? The guy that left for FIU, Anthony Edwins or Anthony Evans. And then Robert Jones took over the program um, the next year. So he's been there. He's Norfolk State in and out looking up. Uh, he's he, He's been there since 2007. So, I mean, he's been there. They have a good culture there. They do lose a lot. Uh, Joe Bryant, 18 points a game. Chris Banks in 15 points a game. Dana Tate, 10 points a game. Kaim Brown, 11 points a game. Good transfers coming in, though, man. Jamari Thomas from Wilmington. Alan Betrant from Ryder, the moving company. Khalil Mating from Buffalo. Tyrell Bladen from Ryder. Oh, they 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 took the dolly right up there to Jersey and said, come on <laughs> down to the Virginia Beach. Let's go. Right down I-95. They probably hit fucking traffic for half the goddamn route. Uh, Demand Tate from Boston University. Jay La- J- Jelani, sorry, Darden from Longwood. Everybody likes Longwood. Jordan Leakes from Phoebus High School. That's right there. So you can tell which campuses are in a decent – I mean, Norfolk isn't the nicest area, but they're at least in a Virginia Beach area. So you can see why this culture has been pretty good under Robert Jones, Norfolk State. They beat Missouri in the past. They've been to the NCAA tournament. They're the front runner to win it for a reason. Um, I kind of think they're gonna gonna win it again. Me too. I, I think this is the best roster that you can find in the MIAC. I mean, yeah. they've got there's not much competition. <laughs> <laughs> they've got uh, eight seniors on the squad, five juniors. This is definitely got to be the most experienced roster they are uh, by far in the MIAC. Um, they also return the most minutes from last year outside of Delaware State. Um, a couple of bright spots on this team. Uh, Christian Ings, he returns from la- from last year. He was their, their number two guard, 37% from three. He was a 61% shooter, played 25 and a half minutes last year, averaged 10 points. I mean, they lose their top four scores from last season. His role is going to expand, and he was efficient last year. I think he's going to be one of the better players in the conference. Um, I, I like the experience on this team. I, I, this team yeah. is definitely – they're better than Howard for me. Um, so I'm going to have Norfolk State, Howard, NC Central, Morgan State, Delaware State, Maryland Eastern, Maryland Eastern Shore, Coppin State. That's my top seven. Yeah, all right. Well, let's go over to the finale, and let's go to my team, baby. Let's go to the South Carolina State Bulldogs, go. baby. Um, Ebar, Eric Martin in his second year, former, former assistant coach for Bob Huggins at West Virginia, worked with Ebar for a decade of my tenure there. Um, he's in his second season. Obviously, last year was brutal, 5-26. and 26. Um, He loses a lot. Rakeem Gary. LaShawn Halamus, uh, Justin Wilson, Cameron Jones, Rashad Edwards, DJ Bates. But it's like I always say, um, every losing team's got to have a leading score. So when you go 5-26 and 26 and you lose your whole team, it's really not a loss. So um, in comes uh, Emart's going to juke it up because Emart, once upon a time, was a 
junior college transfer with the likes of Nick Van Exel for Bob Huggins in 1991 for the Cincinnati Bearcats that went to the Final Four in Elite Eight. So he's going to juke it up. That's that's what he's going to do. That's what he knows. Um, and, and, and I think he's going to be successful. I think this team is going to be a lot better than what people are going to think. Michael Teal, uh, Caleb McCarty, Drayden Jones, James Murrow, and Mitchell Taylor. Um, so here, here's the thing like that, that gets an asterisk in year number one for Emart. He got the job in mid-July. It was an impossible situation. To, it was a miracle that they even won five games, to be honest. And then fast forward to the schedule, Noah. I mean, the schedule that they played they had a brutal schedule. was absolutely ridiculous. South Carolina. Duquesne, Kentucky, Wake Forest, Western Kentucky. Um, they beat Texas East Carolina. Tech. They did beat East Carolina. I, <laughs> I forgot they beat East Carolina on the money line. Uh, Furman, Furman, who went to, to the round of 32. Winthrop was good. Um, Asheville was good. They almost beat Asheville. Uh, they should have beat South Carolina, Rob Donaldson. They should have. They should have. I forget how they lost that game, but I think they let it for like, 29 minutes. When did they play South Carolina? For some reason, that that number comes to mind. They're going to beat South Carolina this year. Uh, They don't play South Carolina. Cowards. Cowards. (laughs) uh, Frank Martin's not there anymore. Lamont Paris, he's going down this year again. Um, I think this seems to be better, man. I'm going to trust – I'm going to trust Emart. I mean, he's a hugs guy. It's going to take him to – get some of the guys that he need to get out. He had to keep some guys because he got the team in what mid July. He had to play some guys from the previous regime. Now it's his team. I think middle of the pack, man. I, I think this team, this team will make the biggest jump from where they were. I mean, they were in the basement for obvious reasons, but they, I don't, I think they're much better than the teams at the bottom of the league that we already talked about in Coppin, Delaware state and Maryland Eastern shore. Yeah, you got to back your guy. Um, this team loses a lot, but so did six other teams in this conference. Uh, it, imagine you you have a like a, a a stick of cheese or a stick of butter or whatever, yeah. and you 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 take a knife and you take off three tablespoons. That three tablespoons, they're gone. The next five step up because there actually is a little bit of continuity on this team. There's two juniors and a senior that are returning. Raquan Brown played 21 and a half minutes last year, eight and a, eight and a half points per game, and he shot pretty well, 37% from beyond the arc. Um, new point guard, that's a big question mark. Center, nine and a half minutes only last year. Another little bit of a question mark there. But Davion Everett's not a bad piece. Six rebounds, six and a half points last game and 21 minutes per game uh, last season. So South Carolina State, I'm going to – I'm going to transition into my final rankings here, and you can think of yours. And I'm writing it down. down. Let's go. So I've got Norfolk State winning the conference. I got Howard in second. I have uh, – did I have Morgan? I had Morgan State third. I have Delaware State. No, I'm going to put – Wow, I have to put South Carolina State fourth. I, I, have South, I have South Carolina <laughs> State fourth. I have Delaware State fifth. I have. Uh, Where'd you put Morgan? Morgan was fourth. 
It was Norfolk one. Uh, oh, I skipped Cent- NC Central. Shit. Yeah. So Norfolk's one, Howard's two, NC Central's three, Morgan State's fourth. So that again, I I, I missed somebody. We're getting to. Uh, so no, South Carolina State's fifth. Yes, this is the way it goes. Delaware State's sixth, Maryland Eastern Shore seventh, Coppin State eighth. Miak, that's my rankings, baby. Let's go. Sparty on. <laughs> I hate that. All right. Why did I say that? <laughs> uh, I also got Norfolk winning the regular season. I got NC Central in the two hole with Lavelle Moden. Howard at number three. Emart in the South Carolina State Bulldogs at number four. Morgan State at number five. Eastern Shore at six. Coppin State seven. Delaware State in that filthy court in the dead basement of the MEAC. <laughs> he went from, I think they're going to take a step up. Then oh, no, I took a step up. right back fade. when they get the conference <laughs> play. I see that court, I'm like, fade, fade, get the hell out. Uh, all right, who wins the league? <laughs> who wins Who wins the tournament? I don't think I'm going to get cute with this. Just give me Norfolk State. What's the last time Lavelle Moden's won it? It's been a minute. I... It's been a. It's been. A, it, I think it was before COVID. He has not been to the NCAA tournament since 2019. Give me Lavelle Moden and NC Central to get done. They upset not that big. Norfolk State. I mean, it's going to be those two teams. I think. I know yeah, Howard's I, I got think, the talent, but I mean, I think there's three good teams. I I, I think it's yeah. those top three, and then yeah. SC State's going to finish in the top five. I I think Morgan State's gonna be up there. I I don't see cop. Do you see Coppin State, Delaware State, Maryland Eastern Shore, or uh, any of those three climbing into the top five? You said Eastern Shore, Coppin State, Delaware State. Yeah. Can any of those get outside of the basement? Maybe Eastern Shore, just because they actually proved it last year. And they have a lot unknown. I mean, I guess my guy from Yak College, uh, he, he he could get it. He could he could strike lightning strikes twice at Yak. Uh, but no, I'm not backing any of this. God, I can't wait to fade all these schools in uh, the month of November. Yeah. And, and of course, I mean, uh, of course, I'm just eating so much chalk here because Norfolk State's plus one fifty. They're the you best had- team. Yeah, so you had them winning the regular season. Yeah, and I went Lavelle Mode to win the win, okay. win, win the conference. So I don't know. So yeah, all right, man. That that'll do it from the MEAC. What what does it stand for? Mid Eastern Athletic Conference College Basketball, baby. Nailed it. Um, yeah, man. I I mean, even when you're talking MEAC, it's it's such a great time. It, the season is season's what twelve days away now, twelve. No. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 11 from tomorrow. Uh, actually, it's 11 because it's midnight Eastern. So, holy shit, we're here, baby. Uh, I think yeah, we got – so we we have 11 days till tip. Yep. 10 days till first pick show. And I think we've got 12 conferences left to hit. So we're gonna be doing a couple of double headers here. Yep. Yeah, and you'll get yeah. you'll get a couple with just Noah and I because Colby's obviously tied up in football, so he'll be back. 
he'll be back for the big ones. Um, football, and he's moving out. So, yeah, he is moving too. So, you're stuck with us, jabronis. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, what, what, uh, what else you got going on before we get out of here? Rangers, Rangers all the way. World Series, baby. Malcolm's Rangers going down. Air. Malcolm yeah. and I teamed up to get this all SGPN final in the World Series, but I'm winning it. <laughs> Good luck, Mal. I, 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 I'm pulling for the Rangers. Bochi, baby. Bochi magic. Um, yeah, I, go check out the college football experience. Pick shows tomorrow night. Uh, that It's always a ride. It's always great. Uh, go check out the FCS experience. For all you mid-majors in college basketball, if you got a football program, Colby's covering over at the FCS. Go check out the Big 12, the best damn league in the damn land, baby. Uh, 100%. For those yeah. of you that are watching on YouTube right now or interested in watching on YouTube in the future, Wednesday we're doing Mountain West Conference Preview. Thursday oh, we're yeah. doing a Pac-12 Conference Preview. Friday we're doing the Missouri Valley and the NEC, and we might even sprinkle a couple others in throughout this week so uh those are the four that are the the four that are set in stone to finish out this week so we'll be through the o's just by the end of this week i think so sweet yeah mountain mountain west, mountain west is gonna be a good time um and then we'll be on all the s's um be on all the s's uh SEC, next week socon sunbelt baby let's fucking Fun. go Unbelt, uh, and then we and then we get and to the. And by w. the way, we we have secured two guests on on. Uh, so Sunbelt Lante is going to be on from the NBA Gambling Podcast, the MLB Gambling Podcast. Nice and for the SoCon. Matt Gannon's going to be on. Uh, he's written a. He's SEC a beast. Pre- He's written a SEC preview article on the website already, and uh, he is a do-it-all guy for the Golf Gambling Podcast. So. Uh, just a heads up, those two will be guests next week for those two conferences. Can't wait. Can't wait, man. Yeah, and, you know, I think that's what's going to be cool this year for everybody. Uh, obviously, Rob is in the chat tonight. We had Rob on the Big Ten, so go check out the Big Ten. Uh, my whole oh, crew uh, over at mind, the Big 12, where it was on the Big 12 with uh, Troy and Rush. So, yep. um, NC Nick on the ACC. And NC, yeah, NC Nick is a staple, so <laughs> – uh, but yeah, you're you're gonna get to be introduced to new voices this year too. So that's what we're excited about in the college basketball experience. I know uh, people get tired of Colby and I after uh, hearing <laughs> us for three straight months of me, especially me yelling, "Eat shit, fucking pit." So, Don't uh, worry. Go ahead, Noah. <laughs> Don't worry. Ryan and Colby are still making their best effort at every night, every pick for every game. Um, but we're we're gonna sprinkle in a couple of voices. We're also we're working on it behind the scenes, but we're gonna probably do some watch alongs this year some yeah. live streams we're we're working out the schedule for opening night a hundred and what 85 185 games opening night college basketball um so we'll be there watching it with you guys that's the plan on youtube so we're gonna put it out there into the universe hey opening night if you only have three screens and a phone Put the phone on us, and we'll just be running through all 180. I might have so. to move my camera to, 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 towards the couch. That's what I might need to do. <laughs> you might. Yeah. I might be in a different location, so I can have more TVs too. Yep. Yep. Well, uh, yeah, like you said, man, we, we got a lot. We got a lot of good things on this show, and uh, couldn't have done it without you guys last year. The sports, so, and we're 
don't worry. We we know where the sport's going to be coming this year to a whole different level. So we'll see you guys tomorrow night. And uh, let's get out of here, Noah Beanick. Go Rangers and let it ride. Fucking light went